Hello, and thank you for joining us today on this Ropes and Gray podcast, the latest in our series of podcasts and webinars focused on ESG and corporate social responsibility issues. I'm Isabel Disha, a partner in our asset management group based in New York and co-chair of our institutional investor practice. Joining me today is Eve Ellis, a partner in our asset management group who specializes in EU financial services regulation. As Eve is based in our London office, she is well-placed to speak about today's topic, the United Kingdom's recently published green finance strategy, the EU's action plan on sustainable finance, and how these two initiatives may impact asset managers. Eve, can you give us some background on the UK government's green finance strategy? Sure, Isabel. Glad to be here discussing this important topic. The UK has recently introduced a new target to reach net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050 and is one of the first countries to do so. As part of this, the UK needs to have a financial system in place that supports this outcome. And the Green Finance Strategy sets out the government's plans for developing green finance in the UK. Could you please explain what the term green finance means? There are two aspects of green finance discussed in the Green Finance Strategy. The first one is greening finance, which means ensuring that current and future financial risks and opportunities from environmental factors are integrated into mainstream financial decision-making. The second aspect is financing green, or accelerating finance to support the delivery of the UK's green finance ambitions. Most listeners, Isabel, will be familiar with the second aspect, but it is the first I think it would be useful to focus on today, as this is an area where our asset management clients may see some regulatory obligations being introduced in the not-too-distant future. That's interesting, Eve. What in particular do you think is worth highlighting for asset managers and asset owners? As set out in the Green Finance Strategy, the government expects publicly listed companies and large asset owners to disclose by 2022 how climate change risks and opportunities impact their activities. However, the scope of the proposed legislation is not that clear. The Green Finance Strategy doesn't define large asset owners, although we expect that these will include pension funds, and we don't know if the disclosures will be mandatory or not. We do know that they are going to be based on recommendations of the Financial Stability Board's Task Force on Climate-Related Financial Disclosures, which in June 2017 developed an optional framework to allow companies to report the financial impact of climate change. Could you describe what the Financial Stability Board recommended? That companies disclose information regarding four core elements of their operations. Their governance, that is, governance around climate-related risks and opportunities. Strategy, the impact of climate-related risks and opportunities on the company's business, strategy and financial planning, risk management, how the company identifies, assesses and manages related risks, and lastly, metrics and targets. These are the metrics and targets used to assess and manage climate-related risks and opportunities. Are regulators involved in this initiative? Yes, they are, and it is an area of focus for them. A couple of examples of action by the financial services regulators include publishing a supervisory statement to enhance banks and insurers' approach to managing the financial risks associated with climate change, and publishing a consultation on building a regulatory framework for effective stewardship. 
This was conducted to consider how asset managers can integrate climate change and other ESG factors into their investment activities. So this initiative is UK-focused. Are there similar initiatives at the EU level which we should be aware of? Yes. In March 2018, the European Commission launched an action plan on sustainable finance. This is a very comprehensive plan aimed at making European financial markets more sustainable. The plan covers many aspects of sustainability and we don't have time to go into the detail today. However, and importantly, the plan includes a proposal for a regulation on disclosure relating to sustainable investment and sustainability risks, and it's called the Disclosure Regulation. The regulation is not yet in force and is subject to change, but if it is introduced as currently drafted, it would impact many of our asset management clients in Europe. What does sustainability mean in the context of the EU rules? Sustainability can be quite a nebulous concept, and the EU rules expand on what people may think of as being covered by the term sustainability. For example, in addition to ESG, the regulations also include matters such as human rights and anti-corruption. What types of firms will be affected by the disclosure regulation? The current proposal, which was adopted by the European Parliament a couple of months ago, casts a very wide net. And entities required to make disclosures include fund managers, investment firms and possibly certain institutional investors. The list of affected entities is therefore much wider than under the Green Finance Strategy. Eve, do you think the proposals will impact US asset managers? It's not clear at this stage whether they will. However, US asset managers marketing products in the EU currently need to comply with certain general disclosure requirements. And I suspect EU member states may require compliance with the new disclosure rules as well. How do the actual disclosure requirements compare to those of the Green Finance Strategy? The Green Finance Strategy is still at a preliminary stage, so it's difficult to state definitively. However, the obligations under the disclosure regulation are wider and more prescriptive and will also be mandatory. They will also include obligations to publish policies and other information on a firm's website. Now we know the UK is due to soon be leaving the European Union. What is the UK's approach to the disclosure regulation in light of Brexit? I don't think Brexit will have a significant impact. The UK government wants to ensure that it has the option of onshoring the disclosure regulation into UK law, regardless of the Brexit outcome. And this seems logical, given the focus on green finance. Eve, is there anything else you'd like to add to finish this podcast? Sure, Isabel. Whilst the disclosure recommendations set out in the green finance strategy are somewhat unclear and the disclosure regulation has not been finalised, clients should be aware that these proposals will come into force and most likely sooner rather than later. What is clear is that the direction of travel is that managers will not be able to merely pay lip service to the issue going forward. They will need to substantively consider it and make associated disclosures. This will come with administrative and cost burdens which are less likely to be a concern for a larger manager, but will impact the smaller ones. Thank you, Eve, for joining me today for this discussion, and thank you to our listeners. For more information on the topics we've discussed today, or for other topics of interest to the ESG and impact investing community, please visit our website at www.robesgray.com. And of course, if we can help you navigate any of these areas, please do not hesitate to contact any one of us.